0: Hey, I'm Andrea Lynn, and a couple weeks ago, I spoke with John McClone. We speak mostly about Twitter and how Twitter could be shaped to potentially promote more dialogue. It was really interesting and made me think about how social media impacts our lives today. Hi, John. Hello. Thanks for uh, chatting with me today. Yeah, no problem. So first I want to start off with how we became friends on Twitter slash the Eric and Fred Weinstein Party Canoe site on, yeah. or group on um, on Facebook. So that's how we met. But I don't think I really knew knew you until this situation happened. So do you want to, you want to talk about that?
1: Uh, yeah, you're talking about the our feminism ban.
0: Yes, that that
1: okay, you I'm got Yeah,
0: you're your ban because I just was a spectator
1: Yeah, you you were not banned. I was banned. Yeah, Um, I was banned because somebody there was a pinned post on our feminism asking about uh, Somebody said they wanted to get into feminism. Where should they start? Mm-hmm. So I sent them a comment saying well, you should probably check out Camille Paglia mm-hmm. uh, She's got this She's a she's a great place to start. I don't remember paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. And then there was a link to her and Christina Hoff Summers, I believe, talking.
0: hmm
1: And that was it. It yeah. there was no I didn't inject my opinion, nothing.
0: Yeah, because you sent and, me the screenshot and it was, I confirm.
1: Yeah. So it was literally just here's a name, here's a link. Mm-hmm. And I got banned for that. Mm-hmm. And my guess is because our feminism doesn't like the brand of feminism that Camille Paglia sells.
0: Mm-hmm. And then I you think you, you tried to object to it or something because and then you got permanently kicked off because initially you just got banned. And then they said, if you are if you don't agree. With yeah. This. yeah. So
1: I tried to appeal it like I messaged mm-hmm. the moderators and I was I just asked why am I banned? And I don't remember the reason they gave at this point. But it was like they, problematic.
0: You just you're it was it was a made up word. It was yeah. worse than problematic.
1: Oh, I want to look it up now. But, okay. um, but, then they, but then they muted me so that I couldn't respond to the moderators anymore right. either. They okay, were just so, like doubling down.
0: Yes. And so that was something that I opened my eyes because I think it was maybe in the summer. And I just joined Twitter and joined the, um, that Facebook group. And so I didn't really know much about about it other than just you know hearing about it on podcasts. So that was one of the first times I'd seen it actually happen where someone suggests something that's not even an opinion, just a, a resource. Of, yeah. Like in the in I guess or a person. And and then it's just completely rejected. So that really kind of opened my eyes to oh this is something that is real. So like what did yeah. you think of that though?
1: Oh I mean, I wasn't too surprised. It was one of the first times. So I got. So it was one of the first times I was banned for such a thing. Mm-hmm. But recently I was banned again. I don't know if you know about this. Maybe mm-hmm. you saw me posting about it on Twitter or Facebook. But a very similar thing happened. I host a Jordan Peterson study. I did see that. Yeah. 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 And I literally posted on the R Raleigh, which mm-hmm. is the city I live near in North Carolina, um, subreddit, mm-hmm. that we're having a conversation about uh, – you know, whether or not we're in a culture war or is that just crazy talk? Mm-hmm. And I said, if you're interested in this topic, uh, feel free to join. All views are welcome. And then I posted a link. Mm-hmm. And I was banned. And the reason I was given was, no, none of the shit. <laughs> That's it. And if, yeah, and if you look through the comments, it's a bunch of people saying that I'm, like, a cult leader. Like, I'm trying to get people to join the the cult of Jordan Peterson. Mm. Um, but all I all I'm doing is offering a, you know, a place to have discussions. You don't have to agree. Mm-hmm. Um, and my take, especially with Reddit is, you know, they have an upvote and a downvote system. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to cry. if You you can downvote me to oblivion. I don't care. That's part of the system. If you don't like what I'm saying, downvote me. Mm-hmm. And if I mm-hmm. wind up at the bottom of the, that's fine. But if you actually look at that post, it had 40% upvote, which still keeps you at zero points because, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, below the 50%, but it was 40% upvote, which I think is a great example of a truly controversial post. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they just banned me. Okay, so now okay. I can't post to that subreddit either. Um, so I, I wound up getting banned from the R Raleigh subreddit mm-hmm. for something very similar, which was I had mentioned Jordan Peterson and they don't like him.
0: Mm-hmm. So what do you think about if it was something that was on the more radical side? If it was actually, and by the way, I don't at all in any way think that Jordan Peterson groups are white supremacist groups. But what if it was a self-professed white supremacist group that was wanting to meet and using that um, that particular subreddit? Like, what do you think of that?
1: Yeah. Uh, do, what do I think of them, like, banning?
0: Yeah, yeah. should they be banned?
1: It's tough because, like... Well, me personally, no, I would say, no, I would have, you know, if there's a, if there's a certain set of rules for conduct on the subreddit and nobody's breaking it, Mm -hmm. even though they have views that I think are like insanely offensive, then I would, I would say, guys, use the downvote button. (laughs) It's that simple. Um, But it kind of dips into the whole, you know, one thing I like about Reddit is that they have communities and then the communities are run by. Users, not by the company, so in a way, it's like, well, start your own community if you don't want to ban people who uh, are self proclaimed white supremacists, right mm-hmm. um so I don't know, I'm kind of on the fence like i'm not I'm not saying they shouldn't be allowed to ban me for any reason at all, I just think it's very telling that they're banning me for mentioning people that they don't like if right. that makes right. sense, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, it is okay, so with regards to healthy conversation because I do think and I uh, you I believe would agree about having a dialogue and healthy conversations combating these types of ideas like shedding you know sunlight on rather than suppressing them and pushing them Mm -hmm. under the surface and making them the untouchable thing that you can't speak um so when it comes to that like moving over to twitter what do you think about how Twitter is set up for those types of conversations, mind you, I know it's limited because it is 240 characters or less, and anyone can jump in. And so, but what do you? What's your take on that? Because I know you have some ideas about yeah, that.
1: Yeah, no, this is this is something I've been really focused on lately. It's um, I do not think Twitter is a good place for actual conversation. I think if you're looking for a place to just yell at each other. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of good things happening on Twitter, too. But if you're just looking for a place to to feel affirmed in your views because a million people are either are all just saying the same thing, then you Mm -hmm. go to Twitter. Mm -hmm. But if you're looking to actually get to the bottom of something and articulate some new thoughts that you have, uh, ask questions and get answers from a person. Mm -hmm. I don't think Twitter facilitates that at all. And it's in part because of the structure of it. It's 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 just comments after comments and it quickly branches out. Like you could post one tweet and literally a million people could have a first level comment to that tweet. Right. And then underneath each of those could be another million different people. So they do a good job of making it like if you find yourself in like one part of the tree, you could Mm -hmm. easily go back to the top. Like you could, you could trace it, but in tracing it, you'll probably hit like six different people trying to have, 20 different conversations okay so i don't
0: you don't love that okay well because i suppose it depends on where you're how many followers you have and who is posting and because i've seen i've seen so, almost you know where it shows one comment but then back and forth almost like 20 mm-hmm. comments which is kind yeah. of what you're talking about and and i find that I have been able to make it work for me where I follow people being, I'm left of center, so politically and I guess culturally. So I mm-hmm. find that I've been able to follow people around me, around around that sort of my where my position is so I can get a little bit of a diverse uh, opinion if I tweet out a question. I don't tweet out questions a lot because I'm curious about people's opinions. So I find that I've been able to do that. Like what you said you don't think that Twitter can do. I find that I've been able to do that. But that is because I've cultivated that. And it doesn't yeah. you've got to try to be very specific about continuing to follow people that might have a grading opinion and think, no, I should keep that and address that with so with that person, you know. So, so- I do think that you, it's possible, but it's just not first nature, I guess.
1: Yeah, I think, like, you know, if, if I tweet at Brett Weinstein or Eric Weinstein, right? Mm-hmm. Is it Weinstein or Weinstein? I always confuse Weinstein, it. Weinstein, because it's, it's
0: like Einstein. And they uh, don't like to say that, because I do.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but that's great. Well, because I know Weinstein is the other one, right? Yes.
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <Mm-mm>.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, if I message one of them, and I'm lucky that they respond, mm-hmm. uh, chances are good that even though it started out between me and them mm-hmm. and then they respond right now, that's just a two person dialogue. Chances are good. Somebody else is going to comment. Yeah. Now I don't need to comment on that. I could ignore it and Eric could ignore it, but I sense that even in the response that's being crafted to me or from me, there's this anticipation that anybody could join. Mm-hmm. And I wonder about the effect that has on it. So like right now mm-hmm. you and I are talking mm-hmm. and I might, not word something perfectly you might not word something perfectly but we'll sort that out like it'll stay in this dialogue and we'll figure it out okay and even if we had a live audience right now they couldn't just be like but 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 andrea i think you're not understanding john or mm-hmm. but john if you only said it this way you know there's there's no way that somebody can just jump into this conversation and, and... Well,
0: unless you're at a certain university campus but yes yes yeah, yeah, so... most of the time yeah
1: Right. But the expectation of like the, the stage and audience is that the stage, what's, what's on the stage is between the people on the stage Mm -hmm. and the audience is bearing witness. Okay. So I don't, I agree. And I've had really good like back and forths on Facebook and Twitter where it's Mm -hmm. like, I go, you go, I go, I go, you go, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but even in that I've had really strange heated arguments That even though it was just the two of us, when we dipped into a private message, all of a sudden we were like nicer to each other. Oh, oh, wait, really? Yeah. And I think there's two reasons for that. One, uh, it's private. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, you can kind of let your guard down because you know, nobody's listening. You can just be more a friend to Mm -hmm. the person you're talking to. So obviously what I'm, what I'm going to suggest doesn't, uh, doesn't create the privacy aspect, but two, every message that's crafted really does feel like you're the only person who's going to hear it. And, and when you respond or not the only person who's going to hear it, let me rephrase that. Every message that's crafted feels like you're the only person who's going to respond to it. Oh, okay. So I'm not saying something as though anybody can jump in at any time. Like I don't have to worry about that.
0: And it might be almost like subliminal. It might just be a, a strange or a subconscious awareness, maybe.
1: Yeah, I think okay. it's subtle.
0: Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, what then do we do? We do the best we can with Twitter. So, like, what what what's the next steps for figuring something out that's better?
1: Yeah. Well, the thing I'm trying to prototype is uh, I want to create. A comment system that is a locked-in dialogue. So to start out, it would be uh, just imagine a Twitter or Facebook, something like that, where you could post mm-hmm. a status. And then you know, you post a status saying, "I don't know, what do you post about?"
0: I don't know, like <laughs> Let,
1: uh, let's, let's run talk about
0: being script. like, let's be, let's be kind, people. Let's let's guard our words. That's usually what I
1: post. Okay, about. <laughs> so you you make a status saying, and then I say, "Hey Andrea, what what inspired this thought?" Oh, okay. And now, when I say that, I have the option to invite to like invite you to a dialogue. Mm-hmm. So if you choose to respond, it locks us into a thread where it's just you and me talking.
0: Mm-hmm. Other
1: people can see, but nobody can like jump in, right? So then you and I might actually get to the bottom of that. You might say, well, you know, with the New Zealand shooting going on, I see a lot of people arguing, mm-hmm. and I think this is exactly what you wanted. I'm I'm not trying to. But like I yeah. yeah, yeah. just, like, but I've seen people saying those kinds of things, and I've heard people countering it. But I think if you and I could just have that dialogue, we might actually get a lot further than if we just try to have the dialogue with the world on Twitter.
0: So would that, okay? So would that just be for the two of you? And who cares if people see it? If they want to see it, they can. Or is it for those two people, or is it for others to see? I don't know. It feels like people might not be as interested if they're like, well, this isn't for me. So see you later if I'm not part of the dialogue. I don't know. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Because obviously it's not going to be for everybody. Mm -hmm. But I mean, Peterson's going to be talking to, uh, I can never say his name, The the... He's got a big event coming up where he's talking I, to a very famous um, leftist thinker, right?
0: Oh, okay. Oh, and yeah. I don't remember his name. Okay. It
1: sold out immediately. Okay. So people like pretty much immediately, like it sold out really fast. And now they're now they're selling like live stream tickets. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. people are tuning in to dialogues that they can't join in on, right? Okay. Um, they want to see the dialogues. Uh, they want to read the dialogues. I mean. Think of like any, any good magazine where it's like, like even back in, you know, Playboy magazine. Oh yeah, I totally love it. (laughs) Yeah, well, but there's a page where they do an interview with somebody and you're literally just reading the interviewer, the interviewee, the interviewer, Mm -hmm. the interviewer. Um, Right now, this video uh, is going to go up on YouTube and people are going to tune in. Now, they can still have a conversation about it with each other and Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to take that away. Mm -hmm. So I think it would be kind of cool if here's our dialogue thread, right? Let me be a little visual, right? Mm -hmm. Here's our dialogue thread. If off to the side, you can click out and, you know, people can talk about the dialogue that Mm -hmm. can be free form, like, uh, like YouTube's, um, comments Comments? or whatever. But our dialogue is kind of, is the content we're producing. And, 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 and it's not just content. Although, you know, if somebody wants to approach it that way, that's fine. It, I really do think it's kind of, um, I, I think it's productive. I think mm-hmm. we'll go back and forth and a few things are going to happen. We're either going to get nowhere, which I doubt.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We're going to get a little bit to the bottom of it, mm-hmm. which is most likely, or we're going to hate each other a little more. But even in that, you know, you le- You still learn something. Right? right.
0: Oh, so I guess people who have a good dialogue or interesting dialogue, or I guess even heated, that would be almost rewarded because people would be like, oh, this is a good one as opposed to really flat and boring. Sorry, you're not going to do very well on this site. <laughs> so
1: yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, and and to me, it now doubles as two things. One, it's it's an avenue to actually share your ideas and try to fine tune them. Mm-hmm. But also, it's it's a way to create content. So you can imagine if Peterson and Eric Weinstein were using this platform, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they'll go back and forth a little bit on Twitter, right? But imagine they're on this one, and they have this little dialogue. And then it's over. Maybe it's only 10 back and forths, right? Because right. online. But I have an idea on how to formally close the dialogue. You don't have to. You could just leave it alone and then it's it's a dialogue that could be picked up later. Or mm-hmm. maybe it closes if it's, if it's like uh, inactive for a week or something. Right, Like
0: a poll closes almost, yeah.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have this idea to formally close a dialogue because uh, – and it's inspired by some of my own pet peeves – so it goes like this. Okay, please. Generally speaking, if you and I are talking and you really want to end the conversation, mm-hmm. um, you're going to go, all right, I've had enough. Sounds uh, good.
0: Bye.
1: Sober. Bye, right? <laughs> but chances are good. And maybe I'm project- like, a lot of people want to take the last word and end the conversation, right? Mm-hmm. So they'll say, I think you're ridiculous. This is the negative form. I think you're ridiculous. Uh, you know nothing about what you're talking about. I'm done with this conversation. Mute, block, mm-hmm. hang up, whatever. I think it would be cool to, since it is a dialogue and since you're not contending with the world, you're just contending with one other individual on this planet. Mm-hmm. You can send your message and you you check a little flag and, and you say, hey – it was fun talking or, Hey, your views are ridiculous, whatever. And you say, I'm requesting to end the dialogue by like checking this little box. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I have an option. I can respond once more. So now you en- you want to end the dialogue. So it kind of gives me the last word. I could respond once more and agree to end the dialogue okay. or I can respond and not agree cause I can negotiate. And you know, I brought this mm. up with a friend and he goes, Hmm, he saw some downsides of it and and I agree with them. But I said to him, but in real life, people can negotiate if the conversation's actually over. Mm -hmm. And he goes, oh, I like that, the in real life part. Mm -hmm. So the idea is to simulate a real conversation as much as possible. You're not going to be able to do it perfectly because it's the internet. But the idea that I can say, hey, look, I want to end this conversation. And then you can agree or negotiate, I think is important. But once I say I want to end a conversation, whether you, you know, whether you agree or not, I can leave at this point anytime I want. And you might, you might see this, you might see, all right, Andrea, I think we're arguing. We're kind of going in circles. It was a good chat, but I'm exhausted. I want to end this conversation. Mm-hmm. And then you go, hold on. No, wait, I want to try one more time to explain myself. Mm-hmm. And then the very next l- line might be JP has left the conversation.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> you
1: know? but, but if anybody leaves or if they both agree to end it, that dialogue is finished. And it's packaged, and it's a shareable thing on the internet forever.
0: Right. right. Okay, so people can kind of look and see, maybe even work through some questions of them, of their own if they see it. Rather than having to do it themselves, you can read and come to a, like, oh, I do, I that does help me understand whatever subject better. Um, yeah, I can, yeah, because I I am like that, where I like to see different, two different sides, mm-hmm. and... Yeah, I don't have to be the one doing it. Like so, hence watching right. debates. Like I I do enjoy that as well. So this wouldn't this wouldn't have quite as wide of an audience as say Twitter does because this would be people who are seeking to understand.
1: So it doesn't need so something I'd like to do is lobby Twitter and Facebook because it's not like it has to be a whole new platform. Mm-hmm. I mean I'm I'm working on it because I want to show that this can work. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Twitter just added it as an option, like right oh. next to the comment bubble, there's a little, like, 2 face bubble. I think that would be great. Oh, huh. Why not? That's interesting.
0: You know? yeah, what um, do you... Okay, sorry. I, I'm trying um, to go ahead. Well, What do you think about Twitter and, you know, all the different interviews that we've been seeing lately with that? Like, what do you think about that? They seem to be genuinely wanting to hear the public and talk about what their downfall is a bit or is it all a publicity stunt like what do you think
1: i don't think it's a publicity stunt but i think what's going on is validating what i'm saying
0: (laughs) oh okay so you mean do you think this could be something that is a solution because they wanted to take away what did they actually want to take away oh they
1: wanted to on on twitter they want to take away uh likes
0: they did they wanted to also oh because you can't see certain comments
1: yeah well and you have to click on it so it was it was driving me nuts watching Jack on Joe Rogan both times mm-hmm. because um, he's sitting there and he's complimenting Rogan. He's like, you see, what you have here is this really great platform where you, we can just sit down and talk and you reach mm-hmm. a broad audience. And it's like, you know, Twitter, it's a little more chaotic. Like he was, I'm paraphrasing, but he was saying these kinds of things. So in essence, he was kind of praising the dialogue mm-hmm. and admitting that there's faultiness with the, you know, Splurge fest that is Twitter, which is just like you know a text a text message to the world, as mm-hmm. I heard him call it. Um, and I'm sitting there. I like stood up in my chair. I'm like, yes, Jack, you're right. That's why you need to facilitate dialogue on your platform. And he, but he went the complete opposite route. He's mm-hmm. like, well, we want to give people the power to mo- better moderate their their threads. So like Reddit, he,
0: almost I'm, is that kind of where do you think he's do- drawing from that?
1: I don't know if it's like Reddit, but The way I understand is that he explained it like this. You make a post Mm -hmm. and then a bunch of people are commenting and then you go, you know what? I don't think this comment is really, uh, contributing to what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to move you, I'm going to delete you, but deleting doesn't delete it. It just kind of like moves it into like a secondary room and it tells everybody, it says, you know, Andrea has moved this comment out. And then if they click it, they can go to it, but it's like, it's going to go away from that comment thread. Mm. And it's like, I get what he's saying. Like he wants to get, cause he's thinking of like your post as yours and you should be able to, to control the conversation. But see, m- my idea is the opposite direction. I don't want to control the conversation. I want to have a conversation with oh, okay. another person. So like, I don't like, I mean, I'm not saying what he's saying wouldn't work. And maybe that will work for like the, we need better words for this. There's dialogue. And then there's, uh, threads. I, like twitter threads yeah well you know you know in um have you read lord of the flies
0: in high school yes
1: remember how they have the conch and whoever has the conch can talk
0: yeah piggy piggy's got the conch yes i remember and then then the conch
1: breaks yeah and that's when like all chaos happens i think oh that's so
0: symbolic oh I love yeah. I love revisiting like old <laughs> themes from like you know high school where you're like, uh-huh. oh I see what they were doing. Hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's what it meant because well, spoiler alert. But Piggy and the Conch die at the same I time, know. right?
0: Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Sorry, yeah.
1: everyone who was like
0: <laughs> on the edge of their seat. I need to read *Lord of the Flies*. And you they should.
1: They should go reread it with like a new adult lens. Yeah, I,
0: I should do that. Yeah.
1: But I think of, like, the dialogue approach as the conch. Okay. And the Twitter approach as, like, fuck the conch. Throw it away. No. <laughs> you know, <Yes. laughs> We're just going to all yell at each other. Oh, I love that. Um, Piggy's dead. Oh. Yeah, Yeah. And I feel like, so to give Jack credit, I think the idea that he's doing is he is kind of creating, like, something in between where he's like, hey, look, I'm the leader of my post. And right. if you say something I don't want, right. I get to move it out. Mm-hmm. Where what I'm saying is. How about this is a conversation where only invited people are talking and we all have each other's back, mm-hmm. right? Because right now I'm thinking of it in terms of a, a one-on-one conversation because I think that's the best way to have conversation. Mm-hmm. But I don't see a reason you can't invite a third person to that conversation. Like a group, or yes. A person. But, it's like, but it's still only the people who are invited and not mm. the world, you know?
0: Okay, see – the only thing is that and maybe this is i'm just thinking about it as you're saying yeah, yeah. so only only say certain people i mean it depends on who you consider your version of like you know the celebrity it could be it could be the intellectual kind of circles that i run in and academic circles in twitter but it could be just literal celebrities they get to have invite their almost like a, a visual podcast kind of thing they get to have theirs that everyone's tuning into and looking at but what about like people like you and me is that even a problem or they I mean it, it might be difficult to even garner an audience I don't know if that even matters though but like finding being able to find the uh, someone with a dialogue if you're not important if that makes sense
1: yeah I think so that's why I like the fact that it's not just about growing a base. Mm-hmm. Like it actually is about facilitating good conversation. Mm-hmm. So if you and me, uh, if we have a conversation, a dialogue on this platform or on Twitter, if they build this, um, and nobody sees it and nobody, who cares? We had a good, we had a good dialogue. Mm-hmm. And in the process of having the dialogue, we weren't anticipating some person coming in and calling, you know, one of us a Nazi or <laughs> whatever right. it is. Right. Right. So, and, and no big deal. but, you know, let's say you do make a top-level comment on uh, one of your celebrity or e-celebrity. You know, yeah. I think you, you, you specifically. I see you having dialogues with people who are, I would say, pretty popular, at least in like the they're, YouTube. Services.
0: They're my celebrities.
1: Yeah, they're yours. <laughs> yeah. So, so, but they they have a much bigger base than you do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now. But they're already having conversations with you on Twitter. So right. now imagine if you got into a dialogue with one of them. Now right. you benefit from that because people who want to see them are now right. tuning into yours and their conversation.
0: Right. Yeah, I suppose if I think of it in terms of Twitter and just adding this as a an option, I hmm. can visualize it a little better because it doesn't take it all away. It doesn't make right. everyone else – everyone – z Z list or you know y list and then all the a list b list you know i guess it doesn't necessarily downgrade everyone if it's just an option say on twitter because you're already there you know so i can understand it a bit better in that sense but okay so do you think this would change how because twitter has real world implications and that's one of the things i saw yesterday with regards to um I don't know when I'll get this out, but at the time we're filming, it's day after the New Zealand uh, massacre in the yep. mosque. And so a lot of people were saying like someone, one of my friends, Matt, said, I don't know how to we, we we're trying to process this. But it, it, one thing you can actually do is convince someone in the real world that Twitter and platforms and the Internet have real world implications. Like what happened mm-hmm. here? actually can affect the real world. So oh, yeah. I thought that was an interesting idea. But but that leads me to this. If we could change how we do dialogue on Twitter, what do you think that would do to change how maybe we see each other on the internet and then in the world? I Just a small would... question. like.
1: Oh, no, no, no. I thought about it, and I think it could have tremendous effect because I was thinking about this today. Historically, the way we communicated... We wrote, like, way back, we wrote letters mm-hmm. and we had couriers take it, right? So you had to really think about what you wrote, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, the way we stored information is we had books and we had libraries, right? Mm-hmm. And and everything was sorted and you could, like, get a little, what do they call that? The the Dewey, is it the Dewey? The De- Dewey
0: Decimal System? Is that what yeah, you're talking up, about? The library?
1: Yeah, up- yeah, in the library where you have like the little, uh, the little the thing little that around and you, you try to find the author.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's, yeah, oh, what is that? Is it like a Rolodex? I don't know. Yeah,
1: there you go. So, but okay. you, you had to like, and everything was really sorted and organized, right? So I felt almost by the, re- because technology was, uh, well, I don't want to say primitive, because when I think primitive, I think like etching onto so, yeah. stones, but yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't where it is today. Mm -hmm. It, it, it kind of just by its nature, you had to stay a little ordered Mm
0: -hmm. in order
1: to keep the information around. That's not the case anymore. Now it's like, just like, it's, it's chaos, but somehow we still have Wikipedia. It's chaos. Yet somehow we're still like starting revolutions that started on like Twitter, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So to me, it's like I wonder what would happen if there was a part of Twitter or the Internet that allowed for ordered dialogue, which Mm -hmm. I don't think there is right now. Well, there is. And it's like YouTube, right? On YouTube, uh, you and me can have this conversation and we can post it. Mm -hmm. Or Peterson's body can have a conversation. They can post it. But – but in text form, I don't think there's anything out there that allows you to have, you and me to have a dialogue and then post it. Mm-hmm. I guess, I guess the best you could do right now, if you really wanted to, was you and I could have like a, a private message over like Twitter DMs yeah. and, and share it, you know, screenshot it and share it if we want.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. I've never thought of that, but I've, I guess I've seen that before. Yeah.
1: Yeah. People do it, but it's, I don't think it's that common. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do. So I think of it like this. If if social media right now is is all just chaos um, and that and and social media is kind of shaping the way we think about the world and each other, then a little bit of order on social media wouldn't hurt, wouldn't hurt. Right. And I think that's what Jack's trying to do. He's like, oh, I'm trying to give people tools to control. Like, that's what he's doing. He's trying to order the chaos on Twitter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and He's taking one avenue, the avenue I'm wanting to take is kind of more from the ground up and I'm like, hold on a second. Why not just give them a, a tool that is innately ordered, which is it starts between two people and maybe you can invite a few more people in and you can have a conversation. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah. And, and that, that could then, so I guess bleed out into the way that people think, because it does actually, uh, when I say I got, I got on Twitter in June, I think I already said that, but I, and It took me a while to even be able to start thinking how to tweet. But then I started thinking in tweets and I had to write them down in the middle of the night because I'm like, oh, it's a good one. (laughs) You know, so it is sort of like a a, I feel like our brains almost do reshape, even though you did say this is a new thing. Technology wise, it is something that we aren't used to um, through the ages, but we do kind of adapt to that in a way that I mean it could be unhealthy but so if we maybe have a bit more of, of a dialogue system set up that could maybe change how people are with in say the universities I suppose is what I'm thinking of students being on maybe they could then have a more ordered way of approaching someone who disagrees with them If if that was something that They were seeing more. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. No, I think it would help with that Um, because I think you're right that if every day we go on Twitter and and it's confusing because when you go on Twitter, sometimes you see a link to an article. Mm -hmm. Now, that article wasn't just like somebody didn't go, oh, I have this thought, type up the article, no proofread, send, Mm -hmm. right? That's something that was like well thought out. Uh, went through some editing process, was posted. But then the very next tweet you read is like Donald Trump yelling at somebody about something, right? Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: maybe he proofread it a little bit for like a typo or something, but maybe not. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there's this juxtaposition between that tweet and the tweet above it, which was well thought out. And I think people are still just kind of pretending in their brain that like all of these tweets are like well thought out and well articulated Mm -hmm. where if you see two people on a stage talking, you don't assume that unless they're reading from a script, you don't assume that what came out of that person's mouth was exactly what they wanted to say. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm hoping that by introducing some sort of dialogue system, even in text form, it'll make people go, okay, this is a dialogue between two people. Maybe it's not exactly what they meant to say, but they'll figure it out. Mm Right. Right. And if that works, then yes, maybe people, even in real life, will grant each other that leniency. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I know. It's kind of a, it might be overshooting, but it's, yeah, it does have, I mean, it does have real world implications, though. You know, well, literally with that situation yesterday, like he, he was citing all these things about social media and social media personalities. So who was citing the, uh, well, we don't know his name, which is good. The The shooter the, who shot up the moss.
1: Oh, we know his name, but yeah. We do?
0: Oh, okay. Well, I, I didn't look for it, and okay. I found that most... I didn't actually see it listed in any of my uh, news feed. Um, yeah. So, because these things affect... Like, what happens on the internet does affect the world, you know? And so, it does seem like if we could clean up how we allow ourselves for snap judgments, I guess, on Twitter... Mm-hmm. um and i know not everyone's on twitter but i don't know if it feels like it sometimes
1: <laughs> like yeah and that's like, what i'm saying when when you message see snapchat is interesting snapchat... i'm not on that
0: one i don't i don't know okay. that one it's the do you kind of know
1: how it works
0: i did I, I went on it for like a few months because one of my little cousins was like this is all i use Facebook's for old people and I wasn't on Twitter at the time and he doesn't even have Twitter so but I was like okay I'll go on it and then he would just barely go on it and I would only write things back I wasn't going to be like yeah and send it you know so I've been on it I just don't I don't really love it but
1: it's amazing that Snapchat did so well I mean I get it and we were we at a startup I worked at years ago we were kind of trying to study Snapchat like Mm. what why does Snapchat work and the best we can come up with was like Snapchat, the average person on Snapchat has about seven friends,
0: something Mm -hmm. like that, like a
1: really low number. Some Mm -hmm. people literally have one friend. Like it's just like a boyfriend and a girlfriend. They just Snapchat each other. That's it. Mm -hmm. And what it did was it gave you a way to very quickly share a moment in your day with another person that you knew. It was like a friend. Mm -hmm. And people like that. People like the fact that they could go, you know, they could be at a party and just like take like a quick picture. They don't have to care if it looks goofy because it's only going to. They're friends and their friends don't mind if they're goofy. But contrast that to Twitter. If you take a selfie and you're about to post it on Twitter, that goes to the world. So what do you do? You're checking it. You're you're doing right? Well, but then
0: that's Instagram because that's where you would post
1: for that kind of a thing. Especially Instagram,
0: yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. but I guess kind of what I'm getting at is there's something about Snapchat that allowed people to be authentic, right? because it
0: was <laughs> it, it didn't stay long. I mean, I know you could do a screenshot, yep. but that okay. sort of immediacy, temper the, the the temporary feeling, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. The the what's the word they use? Ephemeral. Oh. Um yeah, because oh, it, it goes okay. away. So there's right. the ephemer There's there's that side of it. Okay, so it goes away. It's to, it's only to people you already know. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, let me say that. So it goes away. It's between people that you already know, and it only goes to people that you already know. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Twitter, it doesn't go away ever. Mm-hmm. It's it's between everybody in the whole world ever, mm-hmm. um, and everybody in the whole world ever can see it. So all, and all I'm add to it, that, and yeah. Yeah, I'm only what I'm proposing only takes away the third one, which is. Um, if you and I have a dialogue in this dialogue tech system, it's only between you and me, right? Which is very different than Twitter. Mm -hmm. Um, But it still goes out to everybody in the world.
0: Yes. So it's just, it's literally
1: one step away.
0: Right. Okay. And Big one. Yeah, it is, it is an interesting thing because I don't, I, I, I just really, I see the reasons why Twitter is not great, but like, I just love it so much that I have oh, trouble. <laughs> I know, but I mean, I guess with the Covington weekend, you know, that was what really made me be like, oh, oh, I mean, I guess Kavanaugh as well before, but with the Covington being un- like nobody's, it was nobody's. And then I saw what, oh, this is what it can do. I mean, with the Covington. Ca- sorry Kavanaugh you that was news and so it made sense that it was being talked about all the time but with these kids it was like this should have been a weird thing that happened and then they went in the bus and went home so Mm -hmm. I can see why it it created like Twitter made that that was that was created I think through really because of the the camera angles and this and that and the other so I I do see it but I I I guess there's a sort of a risk involved in twitter that i might like that it's like i'm throwing it out
1: does yeah. it stick
0: and and then it and then it's like oh it did yeah so it feels yeah, kind of risky i don't want
1: to get rid of that like, Yeah. i think that should exist mm-hmm. i just i'm disappointed that the other thing doesn't and it's so like, not everyone there,
0: has to do it right yeah you don't no. have to have it and, the, like
1: and there are obviously like you me uh the people we follow mm-hmm. and like you said you're able to get some of this because The people you follow like dialogue. Mm -hmm. And I think this idea, one, would give those people a place to have dialogue because there are people looking for it and they just can't really have it on that in text form on social media. Mm -hmm. Um, At least it's it's very hard to and it's it's fought against because, you know, Peterson can't even express a half baked thought about Kavanaugh, right? Because he said he thought Kavanaugh should step down. Yeah, and everybody went after him, and you know I was kind of just uh, surprised too. But it's like, I
0: it's, I was I got him. I he I, I, he was going for the archetypal I will take the sacrifice for the world, and he's whatever. But he didn't. He did. He he blog posted about it later to explain that, and yeah. it didn't get explained in the beginning. And they turned anyway. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and and but but I always wonder if there had been a series of dialogues like if Peterson if you could have reached out to Peterson and said something really clever and he was mm-hmm. like Well, this is interesting. Let me respond to her and then it was stuck between you two mm-hmm. Maybe that could have helped you get to the bottom of it mm-hmm. um, So I don't know I, I I fantasize a lot about the idea um, And I, I just think that people who want that kind of dialogue it would be good for them to have a way to do it mm-hmm. and then I'm willing to bet that there's some number of people who Maybe don't want it or don't know they want it right now, but Mm -hmm. given the tool and I'm not I'm not trying to do the whole like build it and they will come uh, Right mantra, but they will go to it, right? Mm -hmm. I mean that's obviously true like Twitter Like nobody knew they wanted Twitter and then Twitter came and like everybody's on it now the president's on it It's, It's wild.
0: Yeah, I actually just remember thinking well Facebook well all of the things that have like Facebook has status updates you can post pictures on Facebook that's what Instagram is. That's what Twitter is. And I remember thinking back, you know, years ago when all, when these things came out, well, why would I need more than what I just have on Facebook, you know? So right. I was fine with just sticking with that. And I also know that I get addicted to things. So I was like only one social media platform. And, oh, I was right because I'm absolutely addicted to Twitter. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, I but I have a, a focus, though. Like there's a reason to, I don't know, there's a reason <laughs> I tell what myself reason? this. Oh, I okay. It started off because I wanted to, you know, promote my channel, which yeah. didn't exist. I started first going on Twitter and Instagram. I'm like, oh, you know you're,
1: check out my channel? The other ninety five that, that doesn't exist
0: come. yet. Yeah, Later. it's to come. Yeah, yeah, YouTube coming soon, <laughs> channel. That's good but, idea. So I started off that way because I just was like, I don't know how to do the video part. So and I'm figuring that part out. But I'll just get started on the social media stuff to start building. But then it sort of became, in my sort of mantra of, I think I was seeking intelligent discourse and fresh perspectives. I That's in my bio. And I just wanted to be, I wanted to prove you don't have to stoop to name calling and to being rude. And that you can disagree. And it's possible. And I was rather stub. And I'm still... I'm still pretty stubborn. I'm very stubborn about it. I'm like, I, you won't. I will not call people names. I hate that. I won't even in my fights with my husband. <laughs> you know, it's because I'm like, I, you won't <laughs> change me. Like, that's how it feels. Yeah. And I feel like that on Twitter. So I wanted to say you don't. I just wanted and I kind of want to be that force, you know, like, oh, it's so cheesy. But like the change you want to see in the world, you know, like I kind of. Yeah. I didn't know that starting it, but I, as I was on it and I was like, I kind of approached people in a way I wish I could approach people in real life because I'm much more impulsive in real life and, hmm. and sorry, I don't like saying Twitter isn't real anymore because it is like I, yeah. I sorry, in person,
1: in person. I, I've heard it described instead of saying in real life, you could just say offline.
0: Offline. Oh yes. Okay. That's good. Or, exactly.
1: or away from keyboard.
0: <laughs> okay. I think I'll remember offline. So, but also yeah, online I'm able to be. Like the opposite of most people on Twitter, I'm able to be a little bit more measured and focused Mm. and stop and reread what I'm writing, even though I still get typos in there. But just to say, like, I don't I know there's zero. It's also I have this idea that I know there's zero point in being aggressive. And well, that's stupid. Like, oh, wow, you're really helping. Good job. Like that doesn't actually do a thing. Yeah. And why am I doing it? It doesn't even I even saw someone saying that they they lost sleep on international sleep day. There goes my sleep. And that was yesterday. And I was. Yeah. Sorry, you lost your sleep. Forty people lost their lives. So that's cool. You know, but again, yeah, I would see. I didn't write we, that.
1: We would only even say something like that because of something like Twitter. Right. The world is so connected now that tragedies that happen literally on the other side of the world in another hemisphere. Mm-hmm. We pretend like that should a, know that we, that, it, that it affects us. Right. And it does in a way because of this interconnected globe. Mm-hmm. But in reality, that's the, th- like of all the things happening in the world, that should affect you the least because it's the furthest from you. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like,
0: yeah, it just, it, so, I mean, but when you know, well, there are all those school shootings i'm I know it's not the other side of the world, but like being in Canada whenever I would hear about the state's school shootings, it always you know made me sad and quite affected me when you hear about those kind of things. it feels heavy but but I did read someone mention that in Brazil the day before or two days before there was a mass shooting as well. Yeah, and we just didn't hear about it, and so there wasn't outreach, and I did kind of feel, wow, that seems super hypocritical. I don't know, I don't know why, because it's not a, because yeah. de- it's not a developed nation, because it's not an English speaking nation. Yeah, that's what I don't
1: somebody know. Somebody said to me today on on Twitter, they said, because I compared it to, um, there was a shooting in the Philippines uh, two months ago. Okay, um, I think twenty people died. I don't know. Oh. It, I, I think it was a bombing actually. But anyway, it was it was like. Uh, ISIS militants blew up a church or something, a Christian church, and it's like, how come you don't hear it in that direction? And they said, well, that's a third world country, so it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like the same. Like, if you're, if you live in the West, something happening to the West feels like it's hurting you,
0: Mm -hmm. where something
1: happens in a third world country, it doesn't, and I was like, okay, there's some validity to the point, but... You can
0: identify easier, I get that, I get it, but I don't think I like that. I, I don't like that that's true.
1: Right. And, and, and so here's another, well, we completely went off topic. Yeah, uh, no, that's fine.
0: That's what I like. I, I'm fine with this. Yeah.
1: Um, I do think that there's a difference between the kind of people who think about like the collective first and they work their way in mm-hmm. and they're like, Oh, we need to make sure that everybody has water. Like, in mm-hmm. like, And if, and if you live a few hundred years ago, everybody is really like your tribe Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) where if you live in 2019, everybody is the world Mm -hmm. because you are milliseconds from sending a message to anybody in the entire world. Mm -hmm. So if you are like the, the, the nurturing type and you're like, Oh, I want to make sure everybody has sustenance and water Mm -hmm. and, and and all this stuff then you are constantly trying to convince people to, to like share, to redistribute, to, you know, which it to me is a slippery slope to like stealing from them. Right. Mm. You quickly become Robin hood. Right. Um, And then you have people who are like, well, wait a minute. If you just do your best to make you as best as you can be, then you can maybe help those around you and then Mm. they can do the same. We can have the same effect, but from the inside out. Um, And that's really hard to do on the internet uh, yes, okay. obviously Peterson's message.
0: Right. You will clean up, get your own house in order before you criticize the world. Because you because you can go and make a concerted effort to, you know, be the person who either is the boots on the ground, who goes and builds these sort of water systems where it's sort of, you know, filters through. And you could, I, I know people who have done that. And or be the engine, become an engineer who engineers the system that actually does. Like you can make a difference in the world if you want. Right, right. So I, I, that's not, you you know, the kid who did that mid-Atlantic trash, not mid-Atlantic, the mid-Pacific, that Pacific trash pile in the ocean, the guy who made that uh, collector It collects all the... You haven't heard of that?
1: I haven't heard about it, but it collects garbage out of the water?
0: Yes, yes. It's just a really long... Yeah, he was on Joe Rogan, actually. He's a Dutch kid. He's like 18 or 19 or something. Maybe he's a little older now. But yeah, so it's this, uh, this really long... I don't know, kind of rake thing and it just collects the garbage and they're trying to make a business out of it where they, they make things recycled, like, you know, sunglasses and like things like that. And they sell
1: garbage. That's cool. Mm -hmm,
0: And they sell that. And then, you know, the, the proceeds go to making it better and and towards the organization. And so, I mean, you, you can do global things too. It's just, I think, it feels good to but, tweet about we need to help the orphans and we need to whatever. It just doesn't really do anything for those orphans. It's like, well, then go help the orphans. Literally, like I, do, I know people who go to Haiti and you know try to like yeah. volunteer, like for a year and work with the orphans as yeah, and I a think, volunteer for a year and things like
1: that. I think if people actually put their money where their mouth is or their feet. I don't know.
0: <laughs> you yeah, their feet in the boots to go.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I like that. Put their feet in the boots to go. Mm-hmm. Um, they wouldn't They wouldn't need to lobby for government to force everybody to pay for it. Right. Um, you know, like this affordable health care stuff. It's like, if you really think this program will work, and, and about half the country does, why don't they just all agree to voluntarily do it for the next 10 years? Be like, okay, I'm going to sign something that says money is going to come out of my uh, paycheck,
0: pre-taxed.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to pay for uh, Democratic health care, let's call it. Mm-hmm. And all these Democrats could be on it if they want. Right. Oh, well, why don't they just art. do that? And it's like, why don't you? Yeah, why don't you do it? Why is it so important that everybody must do it, even though they don't agree with it? They think that they have better ideas and they want to do something in their own way. Oh, do you mean so that
0: people you think that it should be elective?
1: I think. Yeah, I think. If people really believed in these ideas, they would make it happen without having to force everybody to do it.
0: Okay. See, because of living in Canada, I mean, we already have, I'm in Alberta, so we have Alberta Healthcare, and each province has their own healthcare. And I do know some people who um, appreciate having, I don't know, like the system where you could have a private side of it as well as mm-hmm. the public, and, and they tried to vote that in in Alberta years ago, and it just, it was no, you know, so yeah, some yeah. of it. But we've had it forever, and I think the the fact that we just started as a, as a country with it makes it so that we don't even think about it. I mean, sorry, I know yeah. people who think about it and don't like it, and I have a friend actually who is in uh, doing a nurses exchange type, not exchange, but a, a sort of short short term stint as a nurse in Texas and uh, in Houston and so I am going to interview her when she gets back because I'm really curious to hear about the difference between our, our healthcare versus the healthcare there because I think the the it's not 100% privatized is it because of the 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 insurance companies and that seems to quite get in the way of just Paying for it you, you well straight that you you have your insurance come whatever so i don 't really i don't i don't know the details of it, but like I know for for me, okay, so my son has diabetes, and so i don 't have to worry about insurance of any kind because right. i we have Alberta health, and so every three months we have to go to the children 's hospital, I just have to pay for parking, we see a dietitian, sometimes we see the nurse, sometimes we see the endo- endocrinologist. So yeah. I, I don't have to worry about that as an expense. I do have yeah. to pay for um, like his supplies, but we have like my husband's in university right now. So we have like the university benefits to cover that in you know, like 80 or 90% or something. So
1: yeah, I, I think a big difference with Canada and America is like you already have it mm-hmm. and whether people agree with it or not, it's very hard to take things away from people who already have a thing. Yes. yeah. Um, even if it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Right. So like welfare, yeah, good luck getting rid of that. I think the only way to get rid of that in America is to replace it with something like you like, like, UBI or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, but if a place doesn't have welfare and they're, they were they were doing fine, mm-hmm. to, to start implementing it, people are going to get angry about that because it's going to, well, and you know who's not going to get angry is the people who need it or mm-hmm, want it. Mm-hmm. And everyone else is going to be like, well, why are you taking from me? Right? Right. So I do think with the healthcare thing, there are plenty of people where the system works for them. And then, mm-hmm. of course, there are plenty of people where it doesn't. Um, and there's all kinds of side effects in both ways. I get it. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be very hard to tell America that, oh, by the way, now we're going to take an extra 10% of your money away because you got to subsidize people's uh, health care, right. um, no matter what choices they make. You know, like Right now, there are people getting – Gender transition surgery for their teenagers. Right. Um, and I don't agree with that morally. Um, mm-hmm. And I also think, I don't agree with it economically. I think down the line, a big portion of these people are going to regret it or they're mm-hmm. going to have other health problems, you know, because mm-hmm. to maintain, especially a male to female transition, is very right. costly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if it was in Canada, you guys are paying for that anyway because it's yeah. in the health. Even here, though, we're paying for it because the government can mandates that insurance companies must cover it. And if insurance companies must cover it, then my premium goes up. Right. Even though it's for like, it's for a thing that I fundamentally do not want to cover. Like I think it's, I think it's just unnecessary and actually wrong.
0: Yeah. It's that. Yeah. That's a hard one. Same with, um, see in, in Canada, because our population is so much smaller. Like we have one Canadian for every 10 Americans. Yeah. so it's just less people to be dealing yep. with and, and you're so, more homogenous what, what do you mean
1: um well maybe- tell me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but I, I know people will say like, Oh, but socialism, like they'll go far as to say like a lot of socialist ideas work oh. really well in the Scandinavian countries. And a common counter to that is like, yeah, have you been to a Scandinavian country? They're mm. all like the same people. Mm. So, Oh, I see what like you like mean. If you didn't okay. At the program, they would probably just do it anyway, oh, okay. where you go to America and it's like, there's so many different cultures, so many different kinds of people, different habits, different uh, diets, different everything that it's 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 really hard to see how those people would naturally want to all help each other when they all do things that that are contradicting to each other's cultures. right
0: it depends on which province you go to because so i mean even in my own city we have sort of different populations settle in different areas of the city of of, like immigrants wise you know you you go to who with you who you know right so
1: People in, tend to self-segregate, yeah.
0: Right, yes. And so I know in, in British Columbia, which is beside us, like the mountains, thing Vancouver is in British Columbia, you know, so we have quite a few uh, people, either immigrants from Asia or of Asian descent. And I mean, Lindsay Shepard actually posted about this in certain higher end um, shops in, you know, the malls, They they have you have to speak English and Mandarin or and Cantonese or something like that for for being hired. And she didn't agree with it because she was thinking, but I'm in Canada. Why do I have to speak either of those languages? You know, so that's an example of, you know, it's not as homogenous in that particular area, in the lower mainland area. In Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, I suppose overall it's pretty white, you know, especially Saskatchewan is mostly farmers and Manitoba, I think as well. And Ontario and Quebec, they are, they're quite, I'd say they're in the, you know, in in the part closest down to in the Great Lakes areas. Those are, that's where a lot of people go. Toronto and Montreal, that's where a lot of
1: Hmm.
0: uh, new immigrants go. And then if you go, to the Maritimes, it is. Here's a little lesson for you. I'm just realizing yeah. what I'm doing.
1: Trying <laughs> so to take everyone, mental.
0: Yeah. So my husband's actually from from Nova Scotia. So he, in in the mainland, like in um, it's connected to act, the actual mainland in where Halifax, where the capital is that one yeah it's it's pretty white but you can have different people and it's not weird but he's from uh the an island the island that's part of Nova Scotia called Cape Breton Island and it's it's you know coal miner kind of country and and it, I, he said that there's a you know two african american no 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 African Canadian. There were like two African Canadian families who lived in the area, and you know, Can we just say black. I mean, I guess so, offensive. black. Yeah, <laughs> but I just they they were just they. I think that they left because they were they just weren't treated well because it was just yeah. pretty racist out in the kind of countryside, you know. So, yeah, it depends but, but, on the but area. Two white
1: guys, not to take a not to derail it, but two white guys living in a mostly black like in an otherwise all black neighborhood also wouldn't be treated well. It's I There's suppose a... it
0: depends though. I yeah. I don't know because yeah, cuz they'd be like what are you doing here? I don't know. I like I don't know cuz okay, so yeah. I've been okay, I've been to Ethiopia before and every single village that we went to it was for a travel study for my university. They they loved us, like the white people like, they, they were like, ah, buy my thing, you know, and it was just like, okay, here, you know, whatever, like, they loved. Yeah, I
1: was going to say, you, you, you have money.
0: Yeah, they loved <laughs> us, and the, I know, but, like, they loved, they just, I it was just, we were beloved in every, even if yeah, it was just, like, it. you know, hanging out with the little kids, and they were like, I wasn't that interesting, because I have brown hair, but, like, the blonde, the blondes were like, ah, look, the blue eyes, you know, like, those, my friend, she was a little... Whatever, so they're like, oh, your hair, you know. So, I mean, I do feel like there is something about, I feel like, I don't know, it just seems like more or less white people get to be, have a good reception in a place where they might be a minority. Maybe not. I I shouldn't say that. I just said from my experience, because I have a personal experience and you can't take that away.
1: You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, th- I, th- I think as soon as you said that, I saw a pink streak show up in your hair.
0: <laughs> no, but like there, that's OK. This is what I'm trying to do lately. And I think you've seen yeah. me maybe be like this. I don't like saying something is wrong just because someone on the far left said it. So when people right. say I have my personal experience, so I'm right. OK, well, you can't say if then for for the so I'm right part, you can't assert that. If you have a personal experience, that doesn't mean it doesn't. You didn't have that. It doesn't I, mean I think
1: that. I think they're sitting. They're setting themselves up. Like if if I was willing to use that same weapon in this mm-hmm. arg- in an argument against them, like it just ends the conversation it's like well i have this experience it's like well i have this other experience so you're right but is, okay
0: yes but the answer to that is this is anecdotal but this is how right. this is what i experienced so i do think that yeah. that kind of can help it to be said without whatever so i don't, I don't this yeah. is this could go
1: oh yeah we're, like we're it. gonna it's, get into the whole like what is truth uh, yeah
0: i know <laughs> what is truth? I'm like ah it's getting too heavy i don't feel like it yeah (laughs) but you know but yeah i'm glad to chat about this sort of but that's the dialogue thing if we felt mm -hmm. like it we could just use your little thing and figure that out so okay you're someday you're so this is something that you have in your head is a maybe someday thing that you'd like to put out there at some point
1: i've started on it um i'm not sure when it'll come out because i'm very very busy Mm -hmm. especially this month and next month okay but I hope to have something prototyped by the summer, mm-hmm. which is a long time, but like I, you know, I got work and I got weddings coming up. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Uh, so maybe at some point we can. You know, demo. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to. Ooh, yeah. beta test.
1: Yeah. Yay. No, you're totally invited to it because I think the sooner we get people like playing with it, you know, we can iron out kinks. We can see like, Oh, well
0: that didn't work or yes.
1: that didn't work or, mm-hmm. You know, because obviously I think notifying people, especially since these dialogues, so unlike a dialogue on a stage, mm-hmm. these will not necessarily be synchronous. Eventually mm-hmm. I would like, you know, you know how on Facebook you could see that someone's typing and then it'll come through in real time. Yeah. That would be great to have, mm-hmm. but you know, baby steps, first aid shit, we we'll, probably won't have that. Okay. So it'll be asynchronous, meaning even though you're reading the dialogue, it'll be, you'll be at the bottom of the dialogue and it's not over yet. Mm-hmm. So later on you should probably get a notification telling you, "Oh, Jordan Peterson finally said Finished. something in that, in that dialogue, not the one that you're in, oh, okay. but the one that you're reading." Mm-hmm. Right?
0: Mm-hmm. So like
1: just thinking through features like that is going to be important.
0: Mhm. Yeah. No, and there's so much to think about for details for that. Would you have a character limit or no?
1: Hmm. I think per message maybe, but okay. it'll be it could be like Twitter where it's like you can just thread them.
0: Okay. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Cause it just as long as yes, yes, as long as you can go on for a bit. Cause that's yeah. I
1: just, I, I just like the idea of thinking in chunks too, cause right. it helps you make or, you know. And Peterson has this really great. I know I bring up Peterson a lot. It's like no, I have a I, I or something. You. Yeah. Um, he has this really great piece on how to write, mm-hmm. and something I, I'm not necessarily a bad writer, but I could be way, way better. And he says like, think of your story, your essay, mm-hmm. as a series of paragraphs. And then your paragraphs as a series of sentences and your sentences as a series of words. Right. And as you're going in, it's like at first you just want to like kind of make sure all the paragraphs are perfect. Mm-hmm. But then you go and you make sure all the sentences are perfect. You know. And I fear that if it's if it's face if it's like Facebook and you can just have as many characters as you want, mm-hmm. people will just rant too much. Oh, but if I you see. I think in chunks of like three hundred characters. Yeah. You might try to just make your point,
0: you know more succinct. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Unlike what I just did.
0: No, you didn't. No. It, well, that's why we're talking verbally <laughs> out loud, <laughs> which is, yeah, I've had times where I'm like, oh, I wish I could just say this. It's so hard. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And it's okay. Well, this is really good. And I'm looking forward to, you know, developments in it. And so make sure to update me Thanks. on where you're at with it.
1: So. I will.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, have a good rest of the day, John. See you ya. See ya on Twitter, I guess.